You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So there is something quite paradoxical about the end of the first chapter of Moed Katan. And we've talked about the kinds of work which we can do on the intermediate days of a festival. And the principle is that Essentially, we, we carry out work that would if effectively entail a significant monetary loss if it's not carried out. Or we, carried out, we carry out work that can't be carried out before the festival. So those are the kind of principles that we operate by. And then we segued, we shifted into digging tombs, digging tombs on and to bury dead people on the intermediate days. And now, as if to, to provide a mirror image of questions about taking care of the dead on the intermediate days, the Mishnah then shifts into whether we can, whether we can experience joy and whether we can get married. Ein nosin nashim bamoed. We don't get married on the Moed, on the intermediate days. And the Mishnah continues, Not to a virgin, not to a widow. Not, we don't do lever at marriage. We wouldn't marry the um, wife of one's dead brother. Because it makes you happy. Somehow the Mishnah doesn't seem to want us to be too happy on the intermediate days. Or I think what is going on is that there's a particular type of happiness going on in, in the intermediate days, which is the happiness of the festival. And the Mishnah is saying, look, please don't mix up. Please don't mix up this happiness with the happiness of a wedding. They're different things. They're different things. Don't mix up these two happinesses. Don't get married on Chol Hamoed because it, it makes you happy. And then he goes on to with us. The Mishnah goes on with a statement, a statement which I think we would find slightly puzzling. But he said the Mishnah says, "Aval Machazir Hu Et Grushato." One can marry. Someone can marry. Can remarry his divorced wife somehow it seems that remarrying a divorced wife it doesn't carry the same level of simcha as any of these other weddings that we've talked about so they're permitted on cholamwed they seem not to have those that kind of simcha and then veosa isha tachshiteha b'moed a woman can adorn herself during the festival during the intermediate days when we're talking about the fe- when the mishnah here talks about the festival b'moed it's always talking about the intermediate days the rambam made that clear in his introduction Rabbi Yuda says, okay, she can put on adornments, but she can't use lime. People used to use lime as a kind of depilatory, as a hair removal sub- substance at the time of the Mishnah. Interesting, actually, sociologically, to think that people were worried about getting rid of excess hair then, just as they are now. Anyway, and Rabbi Yudah says, okay, we, people, women can put on their adornments, but 
don't use depilatory because it it disfigures her essentially after the treatment is finished obviously it achieves whatever effect it's wanted but while the treatment's going on it, it's sort of it, it's unpleasant and we're not going to do that on the intermediate days Another principle that we're going to find, and this is really the principle with which we close the first chapter of the Mishnah, is that we're not going to behave like a professional. We've seen this actually in the first couple of few Mishnayot when we talked about improving land. We said that we learned that we don't kind of set traps in a professional way. And just following on this line, Hahidyot to fair Kadarkor. A hediot is a Greek word, but it means in the language which which is cognate with our word idiot. But it, it doesn't mean an idiot. It means just an ordinary person, an ordinary person with no particular skill. Ha hediot to kadarko. A normal person can sew on the intermediate days. uman machlev. A craftsman does. Gosh, well, there's a funny word here. Machlev is related to the root of dog for kelev. And I've translated here as dog stitches. But some people interpret it as uneven stitches. Essentially, a craftsman is not allowed to perform his craft. But if he needs to fix something for his own purposes, he can basically do kind of coarse stitching. Kind of stitch, maybe, um, yeah, he can kind of do coarse stitching i've seen it also translated as cat stitching in one of the commentators but i can't see cat stitching anywhere on the internet as a as a real thing and they can they can um weave the ropes of a bed so in in the ancient times the bed was just a bed frame with the beams and you'd have a warp and a weft you'd have crisscross ropes in the beam in order to actually make it tight enough to lie on that's by the way the origin of the expression sleep tight good night sleep tight it's got to be tight and rabbi yossi actually talks about tightening rabbi yossi omer af we can even tighten them he's saying look even when the bed is already set up on um on Cholamoed, we can we can even tighten it when it's not strictly necessary because we need the bed to sleep on um ma'amidin tanura vekiraim berechaim bamoed we we're going to stand we can stand up an oven or a stove or a millstone during the festival and we're going to need this anyway but these are objects that are assembled rather than created. So, for example, an oven is a, essentially put together by um, an oven is put together by um, uh, placing one uh, fireproof bricks one on top of the other. The oven of Achnai was actually built with circular bricks. We, we put the oven together by putting the bricks together. Similarly, with the millstone, we put one millstone on top of the other to make it work. So we are allowed to do, we're, we're not creating something new. We're just putting something, we're putting it up. Ma'amidin literally means to put it up. We're just putting it up 
on the intermediate days. Rabbi Yudalmer ein b'chav shin et arechaim batchila. We're not going to shut well. M'chav shin me is can mean to press, but it also seems to mean to sharpen or to roughen. So when they used to use millstones for the first time, they'd roughen them up. And that is really serious technical work. And so we're not going to do that on the intermediate days. But we'll come back to this this word, mechavshin, at the end of the Mishnah. And then the final Mishnah in the chapter, and we're going to close here. Osin ma'ake legag lemir peset ma'asehediot. We can make a guardrail around a roof or a balcony. And the Mishnah says, Maseh Hediot, as a Hediot would do, as an ordinary person would do. And I've translated here as in an ordinary way. Uman, we don't make one like a craftsman would make it. Again, the, the theme running through these Mishnayot is that we basically we do kind of amateur DIY, do-it-yourself kind of work, but we don't do craftsman's work. And the Rambam explains, I brought the Rambam on the source sheet, actually. In When he says, in an ordinary way, he says, We put the stones on top of one on top of the other, but we don't plaster them. In other words, we do kind of amateur kind of work, right? We just pile the stones up one on top of the other. We're not actually going to finish it off in a way a real craftsman would do it. And along the same lines, we're going to put plaster on crevices because we don't want stuff or rain to come in on the moed or air to come in. So we put plaster on crevices. Ooh, um... Magilin otan, and we're going to flatten them down. Bermagila with a roller, biyad overregel, either by hand or by foot. Avalo bermachalatsim, alo berlo va machalatsim, not with a something called a machalatsim. And again, this is an odd word to translate. And Jastro says it's a windlass. Of course, we don't really understand what a windlass is in English any better than we do machalatsim in Hebrew, but it seems to be some kind of roller operated with a with a rope. So this is like professional scaffolding style stuff. You have a roller with a rope that you would roll over your roof in order to flatten out the plaster. And again, that's professional style. We're not going to do that. Hatsir vehatsinor vehakura veha Manul, a hinge or a socket or a beam or a lock. Vermafteach, a key. Shenishbar, shenishbaru. If any of these things broke, metaknan bamoed. We need to repair them. Uvilvad, shelo yichaven melachto bamoed. But only if you don't plan to do your work on the festival. Vechol kvashin. We're going to come back to this word, this root kavash. But here it means to pickle. Rather than to press, v'chol kvashin shehu yachol lechol mehen b'moed kofshan. Any all the pickled food that he can eat during the festival, 
he may pickle. So again, the principle is that we're, we're doing what we need for the festival, but we're not doing any more. And the Rambam just emphasizes that in his final comment on the chapter. He shouldn't intend to prepare before the festival. He shouldn't intend and prepare prior to the festival so that he do these things on the festival. In other words, the, the festival, the intermediate days, they really are, there is something special about them. And we do what we need to do, but we don't do anything, anything more than what we really need to do. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.